Glory to God forever. Jesus the Christ is alive. He's the Lord God Almighty. He's the Son of God and infinitely more. Humans were born to fellowship with God, with Jesus Christ. Every person in the world was born to fellowship with Jesus the Christ, with the Holy Spirit forever. That is a glorious revelation of God's nature, of His love, and much more. Every child under the age of five who dies goes directly to heaven and they will fellowship with Him forever. Amen. That truth is confirmed by people who have been to heaven and come back. Many people on the earth who are God's children, who know Him, don't know that, that we were born to fellowship with Him and that He offers that. And if they just continue on with Him, even those who never hear the Gospel, never hear about Jesus Christ, if they continue on with Him, they will fellowship with Him forever. Amen. Do you realize that that presence of God, the presence of Jesus Christ, the glory of the Lord, is so wonderful, He's beyond words, and when someone does get born of the Spirit, they will only want Him. And they will naturally want Him. And they will be living the famous verse in Ezekiel 36 that says, I will cause you, I will put my Spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and in my um, judgments. That's it. And they will also be fulfilling, living what is revealed in the Bible about the great God Jehovah. Those of us who have a Bible are so fortunate. We see all of these truths. And they are eternal truths. Especially all the words of Jesus Christ. Father God, Lord, we welcome You into this time. Thank You, Jesus, for everything You're doing today. Thank You for what You did coming to the earth as a man, dying for us, bleeding for us. Thank You, Holy Spirit, for all that You're doing. We acknowledge that You are God. Amen. And send out laborers, Lord, into the harvest fields. Continue to send out laborers to the Middle East, to Israel, around the world. Anoint worship leaders around the world. Give them the songs to bless millions of people. In the glorious, powerful name of Jesus. Amen. And I believe with those listening also, Lord, that You will reveal Yourself to them today and give them that daily portion of You that You have prepared for them. In Jesus' name, Amen. Back to the main message and, and what I was speaking about earlier. I, I almost though don't want to get into the Bible and Scripture in, in this short message. I, I do have a plan to present something from Genesis, but 
And the reason is because it's so simple, so wonderful, so glorious. He offers this relationship. The only true God has offered Himself fully to every person in the world through His Son, Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit. And that presence of Jesus Christ, that's the glory of the Lord, is, is treasure hidden in a field. That's, that's what Jesus was speaking about in the parable of treasure hidden in a field. We could say that the, that, that anointing is priceless, worth more than the world, everything in it, multiplied times infinity, but that's really not correct because in Him, in the Lord God Almighty, in Jesus Christ, is all value, and outside of Him, there's no value. There's absolutely no value. In fact, if somebody does not know Him, Jesus said, unless you eat... Let's look at Jesus' words. He said, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink His blood, you have no life in you. And, and, and that's why, well... Someone may wonder, why am I emphasizing so much and in the several recent messages messages have spoken about the two groups of people in the world. One group that never hears about Jesus Christ. And then the other group, they do hear the Gospel. They hear about Jesus. They have a Bible. And here's the reason. If I could just get to the essence of that, is that it reveals God's great love for humanity. And, and His mercy and how He's justified Himself in, in an infinite number of ways to every single person is that it doesn't matter which group someone is in. He offers a relationship. Being in that group of people who do hear the Gospel, that doesn't mean anything about whether or not they have the relationship. Same thing with believers who... Uh, believers all over the world 2.2 billion people in the world, amen, who, who would say that they're a follower of Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. Okay? But that doesn't... Um, I could almost say that has no impact on whether or not they go deeper with Him and have... They ha- uh, in what they do with that relationship. That, that's because it's, it's 100% about the relationship. Okay, I know I keep repeating that word. And what someone does with that and how nothing else matters. Not the Bible, not where someone's from, not their family, nothing else. Nothing else matters. In fact, we know that people in the developed world, we have so many things that keep us from just that relationship. Even having the the Bible and so much 
religion, dead religion, and having just where you know it's it's the well, and and let me say in case someone says, oh no, that's I disagree with this. Let me say the the Bible is God's holy word. We revere the Bible. We we are so fortunate to have it. It's a miracle that we have even one book of the Bible, let alone 66. It's an absolute miracle. <clears throat> and but that doesn't the, the bottom line is every person on the earth can have this relationship with him every day. He offers himself every day. His mercies are new every day. He offers himself all the time. In fact, more than offers. He knocks on the door of every person's heart. The Holy Spirit is convicting every person of sin. His presence and glory everywhere on the earth. We know that there's challenges. We know that there's, we all face challenges and there's great suffering in the world. And, and Reinhard Bonnke, the great patriarch of the faith, talks about how he, he spoke about how people fire all these objections at God and just, and just one after another, one after another. And the bottom, the, the, the essence of that is, and he pointed this out, is self-will. It's not, it's not the objections. It's very simple. They've chosen self instead of God. And when someone does that, they're going to have objections. You can answer them fully. And they'll just have more. And they'll have, and they'll be, you know, it's, it's, it's so simple. Okay, and that leads to, to what I do want to present. This choice between God and self. The very first person created reveals much about God's nature and His love and also man's response. <clears throat> and the two trees we're told about represent the choice between God and self. That's a famous portion in Genesis. People may wonder, well, why are we told about these two trees? And if you really look into that passage, we don't know how many trees were in the garden. It may have been, we do know, well, you can read it for yourself. But what I've concluded, our ministry has concluded that there were at least four trees or more. It could have been five, ten, twenty, a hundred, or a million trees. We're not told, okay? But we're told about two, and that, that's God is revealing there the choice between God and self. <clears throat> so let me give an overview. This is all on our website, God's Love, Man's Response with dashes between those words and and I will try to put the main portion in the in the notes of this podcast. And the reason I'm mentioning this is this shows reveals so much about God's giving nature, his love, his just bountiful nature and just beyond what we can comprehend. The Lord God Almighty the three-in-one God, Jehovah God. And let's remember, even in Genesis, the Lord God Almighty, it was the Father, Son, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. All of them are one. 
It's just that Jesus had not been revealed until 4,000 years later. But God gave to Adam. The main thing is Adam was in God's presence and glory. He was in the glory of God. Completely surrounded by His presence and glory. So much that he didn't realize he had no clothes on. And he was God created four... Well, there were four places. One of them, Eden. Lands, okay? Is what we're told about. Four, there's a key number there. And then he created, very famous portion, the the Garden of Eden. It was east of Eden. Experts say that it was the size... We don't know the size of it. But experts, some people believe it was the size of today's Middle East. And they... They also point out, this is just something that a great man of God taught about. I did not come up with this. I give him credit that some people believe that the reason there's so much oil in the Middle East is because in that in the Garden of Eden there was so much vegetation. And so over the 6,000 years that produced the oil that's so, you know, this Um, that's in that region of the world. Okay. Um, God created, there were uh, placed rivers in this, uh, in the land, in the Garden of Eden and so forth. And so there was the water and there were, if you read later in Genesis in that chapter, He created Well, we know He created all the animals, right? But also herbs and trees for fruit. And remember that the fruit, the trees, trees produce more trees, right? So the trees, number of trees was increasing. Let's not, let's let the Holy Spirit reveal this glorious passage. And because remember, everything in our most holy faith glorious and wonderful and our great and awesome God so does more than we can ask or even imagine. Amen. That's a famous scripture. Uh, God gave Adam a mind, such a, a creative mind, that he could name all the animals. God put in the ground gold and onyx and Okay, let me, let me give a better summary of that. In Havila, one of the lands, there was gold, delium, and the precious stone onyx. So we know what gold is. Gold is just the most valuable, one of the most valuable precious metals on the earth. We all know what gold is. Delium, we don't know, a lot of people don't know. Um, it's a fragrant resin produced by trees related to myrrh used in perfumes, medicines, and incense. So it's this, we all love that kind of thing, right? Put incense in your house and it smells great and it's just, those. this God did this, okay? And then onyx is a beautiful crystal. It's the crypto-crystalline form of the mineral quartz composed of very fine intergrowths of quartz and magonite. So, Sometimes this is overlooked, but look what God put into the garden. So let me take a time out and say what we're seeing here 
reveals God's nature. He's gracious and giving and bountiful. And He's the great and awesome God of the universe who owns everything. And for the first person He created, has give, gave Him all these, these wonderful things. The main thing is His presence and glory. Now here's something, a little side note. Maybe tomorrow I'll speak more about this, but let's remember, long before mankind was created, and this is all revealed in Isaiah 14, Ezekiel 28, and other places in the Bible, that God, here's the summary, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1 Now, I'm just going to summarize this. Okay, You can check this out, look it up all yourself. Our ministry's done a book about it called War in the Heavens. It's, it's available on our website for free. Okay. The, the enemy we know was a formerly an angel called Lucifer. He was given rule over the earth. And the earth was covered with the glory of God, the glory of the Lord. And Lucifer was the highest ranking angel of all the billions of angels. There were three archangels. He was the, the only angel with two offices. He was a archangel and a cherubim. He was a cherub. These are mighty angels. Glorious. Remember, every angel is so glorious made from God's glory. And there were nations on the earth. That's right there in Isaiah. You can look it up. Isaiah 14, Ezekiel 28. There were so many beings. There were nations. And those beings, when Lucifer fell, when he tried to overthrow God, he was cast out of heaven. Jesus saw, he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. He enslaved those beings, and that's today's demons. And, but, so remember, this was long before God created mankind. It's all from Genesis 1 1 to 1 2. Because that fall of Lucifer is what that's why in Genesis 1 2 it says the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep so that there's and then and let me add we don't know how long those beings were on the earth and the nations and Lucifer ruled over we don't know how long um one of the verses says is that Lucifer corrupted his traffic, which means what happened with that was he was supposed to give... The, those beings likely were beautiful. They were half animal, half man. And again, if they were nations, they could speak. Demons can talk today. But, they're, but those beings were beautiful. They were worshiping God and they were in the glory of God. Lucifer was anointed with the glory of God. He was Lucifer was supposed to give their praise um, 
would teach them about God and then they were to give their praise back to God. Lucifer kept the praise and he corrupted his the traffic that was supposed to occur and and his he was jealous of God. That was the first sin in the Bible was jealousy. All right. Now, let's skip ahead. I mentioned all that because Adam was given the the position Lucifer previously had. Adam was made a king over the earth. He was given dominion over the earth. And Adam was created in God's image and likeness. So he was we know now that humans are created we are above angels. You know, angels are made from God's glory, but human beings were in the image and likeness of God. And Adam, we know what happened. Lucifer, the enemy came to Adam, got his that position back. He stole. And so now, okay, skip ahead 4,000 years. Jesus spoke about the enemy three times and said he's the prince, the ruler of this world. And so even today, well, what happened is Jesus Christ won the victory on the cross. Now we, we have the victory. Amen. And we are now, um, the church is playing, is, is partnering with Jesus Christ to administer that victory in everything that the church of Jesus Christ is doing all the wonderful things from in the fivefold ministries to all the other ministries, everything that we are administering that victory until that great day later when everything is final, you know, and Jesus returns, the second coming of Jesus Christ, and the enemy is, you know, it says right there in Revelation. It's all right there. What happens at the end times? I know I'm giving a kind of a broad overview, but it's something new. I, I have spoken about this before, but it's something new I wanted to share to just reveal how glorious this it is to belong to Jesus and to to walk with Him and know Him and and the potential every person has that potential of experiencing His presence and glory, which Adam was in. Adam had the presence of glory, but when he fell... And and remember, every human in Adam's position would have done what he did. Okay? (laughs) I know I've said a whole lot, but let me come back to, to just focusing on that really revealing story in Genesis about the first person and how that reveals so much about God's nature. And so, you know, God made Adam a king over the earth, gave him dominion over the earth, and then saw that it was not good that he was alone, gave him a, a one comparable to him, a helper that Eve and and later she was named Eve, but gave him a companion. And so we don't know how long Adam and Eve lived in, in that, in the Eden and in the Garden of Eden. 
We don't know how long. We're not told. It, it, um, but at some point, we know what happened. The enemy deceived them. They ate the fruit from the forbidden tree. And they, they lost the glory of God. And they realized they were naked. And God clothed them with coats of skins, revealing His love and His plan of salvation through Jesus Christ. And then, oh, it's just so glorious that let me uh, that today, now the presence of God, the presence of Jesus, is available on the earth. All because of what Jesus did. That's available. That's that's fellowship. He offers to fellowship with every person. That's the fourth phase of knowing Him. But someone doesn't have to know that there's four phases because it's just a person's relationship and their their uh, patient yet persistent daily walk with Him, their determination that they're going to go deeper and they're going to know Him and just continually, you know, again, patient persistence. Jesus spoke about persistence in two parables, Luke 11, Luke 18. Nothing else matters. Now, yes, we need to be in fellowship. We need to be in church with other believers like us. We need all of that. We need the Bible. We need... Please understand. Um, but it's just so glorious that He offers, just as He offered to Adam His presence and glory, that relationship. They were in fellowship and Adam was just enjoying all these incredible things. You know, the... the, the Think of the Garden of Eden just so beautiful and all the trees with all this fruit just right there. Um, and the animals. And He has now a companion and He's in the glory of God and He's, you know, so... Today, we all face challenges. It's difficult. We know it's hard living, you know, living on the earth. But we have, when we have Jesus Christ, we have God Almighty. He's the Lord God Almighty. He offers His presence and glory to us. And it's so wonderful that Jesus Christ reveals the only true God. That He's Literally, He is the Lord God Almighty. That's an eternal revelation. But we can receive that. So Lord, I pray for those listening that You'll reveal Yourself to them, reveal Your glory. I believe with them for their needs. Thank You for listening today. Thank You for being a partner and for Your prayers. We need Your financial support. And, and please do email us at hello at wonderreality.org. Blessings.